G'day, g'day, and welcome to Patea Down Under. This is Steve-O, and I'm joined here with Ada. Ada, how you doing, mate? Good, mate. How are you? Yeah, good, thanks, mate. That's so, good. So, um, another episode, and uh, n- no idea, or are you looking up oh, yeah. which episode it is? Because yeah, I'm, I, thought, I'm, I thought I would have had it by now. But well, I know. We tried to do it, and, and I just said, oh, let's just start. You'll have it by then, but you haven't. Season 3, episode 15. This is 15? I think so. All right, we're up to episode 15. Yes. Yeah, welcome to Season 3, Episode 15 of Patio Down Under. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, welcome, <laughs> welcome. So, we um, last episode, we um, were talking, uh, we had a, uh, a guest on. Yep. I think. Elvis. Oh, he, well, we had a, sorry, we had a guest on, yeah. You had yep. a guest on. Yep, we had uh, Fat Kyle. Fat Kyle. Yep. And then we read one of Elvis's stories. Elvis's stories, yeah. Yep, yep. yep. Half of Elvis's oh, story. Oh, yeah, sorry, yes. We're going to finish off his story. We, we read the first two days and we've got another, he's got another three days. Six, seven. Yeah, he's got he's a lot got, more. So, so you, you've got day, what day have you got there? Day three, three. day four. Yep. And five. Uh, yes, and five. Oh, part of five, and I've got part six of five. and seven. Yeah, yeah so yeah, we're going to cool. try and cram this into one episode because yep. there's a lot here. Well, I'll let you start with, with day three, I think it is. Yeah, but before we start this, I just oh, want a sorry. quick yeah. quick discussion. Yeah. Um, we had a, a chat about this earlier, um, and we'd like to get some listeners' um, opinions, see what you guys think. Um, yeah, so t- talking to a mate who's a seasoned veteran as well, he's travelled to Padia a lot, and I won't go into too much detail. Um, we'll keep his identity uh, private, but he's a, uh, an experienced traveler to Patia. Oh, okay. Now I know, right. I know his story is going. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So, uh, talking to him the other day and he, he's come back from a trip not long ago and he said to me, he goes, I can't fucking believe it. One of them got me. And I was like, what do you mean? He goes, fucking, I come back and this girl just had me. I was like, she drove me crazy. Like I almost got sucked in. And yeah, I couldn't said, stop thinking about it. I said, mate, it happens to the best of us. No, I think he was like, you know, like, oh, look, I don't know. He didn't go into detail, but maybe he was like, let's say falling for her. And um, yeah. And I said, it happens and you think he would know better too. It, well, he, 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 mate, it happens to the best of us. I, I, I didn't say it I but I'm adamant that it'll never happen to me again. Yeah. Guarantee it will. <laughs> but anyway, but it poses the question like, we sort of had a bit of a chat about what is it? Why does this happen? And I've come up with a theory. And my theory is that, you know, we travel to Padia. We're going to do a whole episode just on this before we even get to his Or maybe story, if you know? we do, we do. Then it doesn't matter. <laughs> we can break it up. When we travel to Padia, we, you know, we go there. It's it's like Disneyland for, for middle-aged men, right? It's just wall-to-wall alcohol party girls, the whole lot. Everything we ever want in life is there. So you're there, you meet a few girls, you get chatting, you exchange line IDs, you're chatting to some. Some you don't, you don't, if I can use young kids' word, vibe with. Others you really make a connection. Then you come back and you stay in touch with that person. Then you're, next, you're calling, you're video calling. And can you we, get to the point? Because you had a point before. Yeah. A week and a half later, you're in love with this girl who you've known for fucking two weeks. All right? A bar girl who you've known, for, and you're you're in love. You can't fucking sleep. You can't eat. You're thinking about her nonstop. She's driving you nuts. How is it possible that that happens to mature middle-aged men who should know better? How does that happen? Like, what is it? And I've come up with a theory. Yeah, right. I, I, think, I, I did question you. I think what's happening, and guys, maybe need to be aware of this. I could be wrong. This is just my opinion and my theory. You're over there. 
one week, two weeks, a month, however long you're there for, you're having fun, you're having a fucking, every day is a fucking great time. You come back, you're in contact with this person. Maybe it's not her that you're falling in love with. Maybe she's just a conduit to your experience. She's just a connection. You, you, you relate your connection with her to your holiday. So you're in love with that holiday. You want to be back there. She is the only thing that connects you to that time and gives you the and makes you feel like you did when you're on holidays. Yeah, but again, I'm going to go back to what I said, right? And you, because if you take all the girls out of Patea, you wouldn't even go. I, I agree. So I'm yes. saying what what so my point to you was is as men, right? We innately want women, and that that need that we have, I'll call it a need, right? Yep. Over there, it's so accessible. Right. Right? If we had the same accessibility here, where, like I said, we could go to another town somewhere, right? Yeah. If they had the same thing here, we wouldn't go to Thailand. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Yes, I agree. So, I think it's, it's so, in us. So, so let's, uh, let's, <clears throat> let's pick a town and let's call it Timbuktu. Yep. All right? So, we go to Timbuktu. I think there is a place called Timbuktu. There is a place called Timbuktu, <laughs> but let's, right? Timbuktu. Yeah. Um. You go there, it's the same, it's it's Padia in Australia. It's yep. a three-hour drive away from us and it's yep. Padia in Australia. Yeah. Same sort of scenario like I'd explained before and yep. you meet a girl, you come back and you're talking to her. There's a fucking million of them over there, but you are, you your, your, your connection with her, and I'm not saying this is the case, I'm questioning it. Is your connection with her or is your connectioning through, you connecting through her to your experience? Because it could be one of a fucking million bar girls it's, that are there. It, no, it's still a girl. Because if it was a whole town full of blokes, you wouldn't have yeah, that experience. Yeah, I, yes, I know. It's still a girl. So but what I'm, what what I'm, I'm saying, saying is, is you're not you're not falling for her as a person and who she is. You're falling for what re- she represents. Is what I'm saying. The female race. No, the fucking Timbuktu, Padia, whatever, whatever, wherever you want to, whatever you want to name the place. That's my point. I'm trying to say, you just take any women. That will do, will act and yeah, behave yeah, that yeah, way, yeah. and put them anywhere, right? Whether okay. they're whether they're Caucasian, Thai, yeah. German, French, yeah. doesn't matter. If you get women, yeah, that act that way, and it's cheap, no matter who, yeah, where, what. Yeah, so yeah. it's not Thailand. No, I know, I know that, I know that. I'm, not, I, I'm and talking, it's not Thai women. I'm talking about okay. It's you. It's you wanting right. that. She okay. She can be from fucking Mars, and your holiday on Mars. Yeah. My point is the connection you have with her is based around. Where she's from, not her as a person. My point is, it's not where she's from. I just said you could be in Germany. Is it from where she's from? Yes, your connection. You, it, it's you're, women. You're not. You're missing my point. Um, I th- remember we said this earlier, and I still think yeah. I'm missing your point. I, I think it's just guys. Please, if you if if you get this, great, and explain it to me because I don't get what he's saying. All I'm saying is we want women, and because in Thailand they're accessible, email us. And at, you can you can have they're all the, all over the place. If you had it in your own town, the same thing. Yeah, right. That, that's my point. It's like, women. What you're saying is right, and I'm saying. So when you when you talk to a girl and you're falling in love with this girl, right? Yeah. Let's say this girl. Yeah. Not she's not from Padia. She's not from anywhere. Yeah. She's not from anywhere. No. Yeah. Right. Keep going. At the moment, you're making sense. Right. You fall in love with her. Yeah. Are you falling in love with her? Or are you falling in love with the idea of where she came from and the fun you had there? Her. Because I think if you met that same person, some, did someone leave their phone on? 
No, it's on silent though. Okay. Um, <clears throat> if you met, if you met that same person elsewhere, anywhere, you met her in your local town here, right? And she had nothing to do with anything we've discussed about this, right. this show. Right. So, it's, so you've met a person that you right. like. Now, serious talk here. Now, <laughs> no, <laughs> the serious talk. I, I, I don't necessarily. I don't struggle with finding girls here in our in our hometown, right? I don't really struggle. Like I, I go out, I can find a girl. I, I, I do okay. I'm not a fucking Casanova, but I don't struggle either. I can find someone, no problems, and I do, right? But I don't feel about them after knowing them for two weeks. I don't feel the same way about them as I have in the past with girls I've met in Thailand who are fucking bar girls. Do you know what? Why do I feel that way about the bar girls and not girls I meet in my own town? Is it because I connect them to that experience and I'm actually have a connection with my experience and not necessarily her as a person. So what you're saying is, is you like traveling overseas. You like going to this location. Yep. Right. Let me finish. Yep. Right? You like this location. Timbuktu. This yep. location, Timbuktu, yep. whatever. It doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. it, it's when you're there and it's, you're not working. You're in this space where you can just like, I'm here for, to muck around and have fun. You're enjoying yourself. You could be a German girl, French girl, Thai girl, Taiwan girl, any girl at all, yep. and have and I have that experience. It doesn't matter. You're not. It, it's it's. You're saying that you're drawn to that experience. Yes. Yes. Right. And and because <clears throat> it's not accessible for you at like when you're back, when you come back, it's not accessible. You've got the holiday blues. You need you need something to re rejuvenate that feeling. So what you're talking about is so, you're talking about is you've found a holiday location that you love. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and okay. the only and once when I'm not there, my only connection to it, the only the only way to make me feel good about that place is through somebody that's from there because you can so, talk. So to when them you come back, you talk to them still, and you feel like you're. It's just yeah, it's somehow a connection to right. that place. You, you you're, see you're, them as, as they're a conduit for you to keep connected to that pleasure. Pretty sure that's how I first explained it and said conduit. No, no, you didn't explain it properly. Well, we, we, lucky this is recorded because you can listen back. But you didn't say it that way. <laughs> I, did, I actually used the word conjure. No, 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 but you changed the way you You're described it. You're a fucking it. idiot. Anyway, I'm a f you can't even <laughs> explain guys, yourself. Tell us what you think either no, no. on our socials. I think we're actually on Instagram too. Um, I haven't are checked we, Are Instagram. we on Instagram? We're on Instagram. We are. I know we're, we're on TikTok. We're on TikTok, Instagram, Under, uh, or email us at pattyadownunder at gmail.com. Tell us what you think. Do you, you think... It is that case because I honestly starting to believe that, you know, I talked to my mate the other day and he said that and I, he's one bloke I'd never, and I tried to think of what, so, would, so, what would make us feel that way and I think that's what it is. So that means that you're, you, you actually don't want a permanent um, person, well, so to speak, I you, think but, at, but at, when you come back, you, you want to retain some kind, of a, some kind of an umbilical to it so that you feel yeah. like you're still there yeah. Yeah. and then- when it's time to go back, cut the umbilical and go over and grab yeah. another umbilical when you because come back. Because if I'm there for a two-week holiday, I fall in love 14 different nights with 14 different girls. I fall in love every night. So which one do you pick when you come back to talk whoever to Whoever talks to me. Okay. Whoever whoever I'm able to connect my experience through. <clears throat> That's what I believe sometimes so, happens. And because you, we're men, but now, but because been, we're men, then we've got a penis that gets that gets in, in, in the in, way. Is in the mix. Everything's clouded. Right. That's that, the difference. That's why I was saying what I said. But anyway, let's yeah. get to the other thing though. When you come back and you don't talk to anyone, how do you feel? Oh, I forget the holiday blues. So, so here we go, right? First few times, first time I went was 2011, right? Smartphones and social media were, were around, but they weren't 
commonplace. Not everybody had a smartphone. Um, I'd come back. I wouldn't communicate with any girls. I never had that issue. I'd go back six months later and meet a whole bunch of new girls. And this happened for, you know, the next three, four years that I was going until, mm. until yep. these things, these yeah, smartphones mm. and they were easily accessible. Changed everything, didn't Changed it? everything. The only way and I could I, communicate I, with them back then was Skype. And back then I had to have my laptop and it was, it was just all too fucking hard. So I never bothered. It wasn't. So let until, me ask you this. Hang yeah. on, and before you keep going, let me ask you this. Do you think more men actually brought women back over here if they could because there was no communication devices? I, I, I agree with that. I think back in the day, it was probably easier for her to do what she was doing and not get caught out. And it was- More I, comfortable for him to say, you come here so I can keep an eye yeah, on you. Yeah, but also like <clears throat> in, the, in, in between meeting and bringing him over, he wouldn't be able to access her. She wouldn't be easily accessible. No. So he, he, so he, he would- he, he'd probably be sitting there thinking, I wonder what's going on, but he wouldn't be able to go, fuck it, I'm going to video call her right now. He wouldn't be able to do, do that. Do that, right, yeah. Yeah, maybe but have I, to call on the landline or something. But also, too, don't don't forget, what we know now about technology, we didn't know back then. So when we came back, our mindset already was, oh, well, I can't see her now. For you, you know what I mean? You, 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 your mindset would be comfortable in the fact that well, I can't keep it on. I can't do anything. You get on with it, right? Yeah, not not comfortable. I don't think it'd be a, it would be a conscious thing. I just think because that's how where technology was at the time. Yeah, it's a, but I'm, it's it's yeah. more like an acceptance. Yeah, that's right. Right. Yeah, so yeah. we we know we acknowledge that in our own mind. Well, we'll have to keep an eye on her next time I go over. Yeah, yeah. So you let go yeah. pretty easily, I think. Back that's then. right. Yeah. Whereas let, now it, it, we don't let go because we know we don't have to. Yeah. And so we get caught up in it. Yeah. I mean, you know, if you want to go, and they know. I'm going to fucking call him and get some money out of him. Yeah. If you want to go back as far as, say, the 90s, you know, it was probably more letters or probably maybe emails or letters. Yeah, maybe. You know, um, like- We had, we had emails then, didn't we? Yeah. Well, very, yeah. Maybe late 90s, I think we would have started, that would have started, I don't was, know. Was it in the 80s, really? That Late 80s, I think, is when it really started taking off, wasn't it? Yeah. So, But anyway. Yeah. So I wonder if, if that's a contributing factor that guys are getting sucked in and well, s- and sending money and well, that kind I, I of think, shit, you know? I think, I think we've established the question here somewhere. That guys, if you come back and you just need that connection with somebody so that you feel like you you've got an umbilical to that or a conduit yeah. to to Thailand. Let yeah. us know how you feel about it. Yeah. Yeah. Drop us a line. Like I said, on yeah. our socials or um via email. All right. All right let's uh, so I think this has become two episodes now because we've just killed fifteen minutes. <laughs> Which um <laughs> it was well, um, have you got? What did like, you, did you pick up the wrong one? No, no, no. I'm just going to recap where we left off um, last time. Um, Elvis, uh, what was he? Um, yeah, he was talking about his massage. You got the massage, um, and all the rest of it. So that was day day two. It's only only two days so far. All right. So, wait, yeah, yeah. What are you doing? No, that's right. I'm fixing mine. Okay. Well, Go, keep going. Yeah, keep your going. voice is a bit too loud. No, it's it's, it's annoying. It's a bit annoying. Else. No, I think my headphones not working properly. It's not on your ear properly. I can see. No, you. Yeah. I took it off because it's making uh, a crackling sound. Uh, okay. C- can you not worry about what I'm doing? Just read. Well, when I can't hear my own voice. Oh, yeah, because you need to hear the. <laughs> I love the sound of yeah, my own voice. Oh, here we go. No one else does. <laughs> All right, back to uh, Elvis's um, story. Story. Yeah. So day three, uh, I woke up and had breakfast on Sukhumvit. Lots of restaurants available. The main streets of, for food are Sukhumvit and then Soy Eleven. Lots of bars, nightlife, um, bars and nightlife. There's also then a, a sock, 
I don't know how to say that. A sock or a sock. Anyway, uh, has lots of options. Two socks. <laughs> I tried lots of different places. I felt adventurous after eating, so I took the BTS train, um, uh, train about the streets similar to a monorail. Uh, yeah, so yeah, BTS is just an over- overhead rail system, yeah. Uh, I went to the Siam Mall facilities. The cost was 20 baht each way and was four stations from a sock terminal that was close to the hotel. Uh, if you stay in Bangkok, uh, if you stay in Bangkok, an Onsukhumvit, it will aid greatly to learn about the Thai train system, especially the BTS and an MRT, a subway type train that can be boarded by Terminal 21 Mall. They can make getting around so much easier, no traffic and cheaper. Um, yeah, the BTS system is really good, really good. I've uh, travelled on it a couple of times. Um, the Siam the Siam has three major shopping zones. One, the Siam Paragon Mall is the, is the expensive one. Uh, it has all the Gucci and name brand stores, as well as Porsche dealerships and Bentley as well. I, I I couldn't I've been there. I couldn't believe up on one of the floors there's like car dealerships, cars in the fucking shopping center. It's one of the strangest things I've ever seen. Have I been there? No, it's in Bangkok. Oh, okay. This, no. We're in Bangkok. Here. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, no, sorry. Yeah. Um, uh, so, but the secret to the Paragon Mall uh, is they all have a food court in the basement that is really great. At least 50, 50 food stalls and Thai, Korean, Japanese cuisine and inexpensive. I had the crab fried rice. I think that's meant to be crab fried rice for 100 baht, unless it was crap. Um, the only thing I didn't realize is that you have to put money on a cash card at the window and pay for the food that way. Same, same as um, uh, Central. Uh, what's it called? Central Festival. Central Festival. Yeah, I've got to go to back. I got to get Central back Festival. There. I'm starting to forget. And then cash out the remainder before you leave. The mall next door is Siam Central and Siam Discovery, and these were typical American type malls with Nike and the name brand stores, like that. They all the malls have five stories. Like that, all the malls have five stories. Are more and can be a bit. Unhandy to get around, but it is great to go and people watch. The third major shopping establishment is the MBK Mall. This is the cheap mall and has all the knockoff goods. You can buy Rolex watches for a thousand to fifteen hundred baht, to Gucci purses and all the name brand things at copied prices. I'm sure all mall, uh, all made in China. I need, I need to get a uh, a Breitling watch from a little shop inside. It, has many small shops as well as food places. Uh, it is just amazing to see all the fake and copied things in one location. So after my mall experiences, I went back on the BTS to ASOC and some proper entertainment. I took a taxi to Khao San Road, a major uh, part street in Bangkok. This is popular with the backpackers and younger crowd. It is very crowded with tourists and bars on both sides of the road um, for two or three blocks. Beer and whiskey was flowing all over and they had one crazy experience. They sold balloons filled with helium and the young people would get them and suck them, suck the helium out of them. I guess for a quick high. I didn't try it, but it was crazy to see. They also have food carts all over the place as well as some restaurants. The problem with this road is uh, the volume of the music. It is so loud you can't ever carry on a conversation. And the bad thing is that the area that there are two bars next to each other Blaring music so loud you can't even hear one due to the background noise from the other. I didn't see a lot of dancing, but most mostly these younger people in these loud bars drinking and huffling, huffing helium. That's strange. I mean, I know helium changes the sound of your voice. I, I didn't know give you. I don't remember it ever giving me. Oh, no, a high. I've never, never gotten high off it. Yeah, don't know. I know it's, we, we we used to do it when we were younger all the time. I, know, but I never got a high. Yeah, no, no. 
Um, of course, weed is legal in plenty of those shops everywhere in Thailand, as you guys know. I did find a little reprieve a block over there is another segment that is much calmer and not as noisy. They even had small acoustic music on some restaurant patios and some nice full full bands at night at some bars, and then they were much easier to listen to. So this is where I stayed for most of the night. Koh San Road isn't a great area to pick up the bar girls like other places. There were not, uh, hang on, there were not what I would call call it, but very crowded and popular with the young people. After a few hours, I took a taxi back to the hotel. I was thinking of going out to the Sukhumvit areas, but I passed the hotel bar and had several people there, but one really sexy lady by herself, so I thought I would take a chance, and she invited me She invited me to sit beside her. So we drank together for a while, and wouldn't, wouldn't you know it, she was available for some hotel time for a little service charge, so we worked that, that out, and the night was saved. <clears throat> the next day was walking around, and I've heard about these Thai massages, so I thought I wanted to try one. Just a regular Thai massage wasn't looking for anything more, so I went walking off the side roads in Sukhumvit, and saw a really pretty nice young lady outside, and she was beckoning me inside. So I thought this looks like a good place. I chose a tie. I chose a Thai massage for three hundred baht for an hour. So she changed me into some Thai massage clothes, similar to elephant pants and a really tight military top shirt type shirt. She was a good masseuse, and she worked me over well. And forty five minutes later, I think a Thai hour is forty five minutes. It seems on all these massage and other things. Uh, she says, for 500 more baht, I will give you a happy ending. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> um, sorry. He said Ooh. yes. No, um, uh, so, sorry, I lost my spot there. I had to burp. Uh, my first happy ending massage by a young lady in the side streets of Bangkok. So that's like, can I just, 800 baht? Sorry, I missed a bit there. Well, hell, I, was, I always heard of that, so I thought, now is the time. So I got to experience my first happy ending massage by a young lady in the side streets in Bangkok. Yep. So 800 baht, he got yep. a massage for 45 minutes yep. and a happy ending, yep. which would have been 36 Australian dollars. Mm-hmm. And just a Thai massage in, in where we are, yep. $70. Yeah. And that's no happy ending. That's no... Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm yep. okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm happy. Fuck, <laughs> 36 bucks would buy you and a girl a cocktail in a bar and that's about that's it. That's about it. Yeah. Yep. I'm, I'm going, it's going to be too expensive for me. <laughs> Uh, nearly a cliche type of experience, but was very enjoyable. And then I went back to the hotel for some pool time and to relax. When the sun was down and the streets were busy, I got out of the hotel and headed to Soy Cowboy. You beauty. Uh, anyone listening, if you want to see our 360 video of our yeah, walk, our morning it, walk down Soy Cowboy, it, check it, out our YouTube channel. Yeah, it's in it's in the sunlight. It's first thing in the morning. Yeah, it's, I wouldn't it's, say first, actually, not first thing, about 10.30. Yeah, yeah, it was in the morning. Uh, but but um, you could see a few of the workers there just talking in that yeah there's one if you actually do watch it there's one part where some lady says hello and ada thought it was to him she was talking to me no she wasn't she was not talking to you she was um she was talking to someone behind him but he he heard and and we i laughed at him after and we watched it and you all could the girls just see, talk to me yeah right whatever <laughs> anyway back keep, on to the story yeah, keep going keep going uh, all right so i thought tonight a go-go bar was in order i've heard of that you guys talking about them so so um, so I knew I had to experience one. I chose Sharks, a little place in the middle of the soy. Um, I walked in, and by now I've learned they would jump, they would jump you and want some lady drinks and sit beside you. And I said no. I wanted to look around, pick the one I want. So I watched them dance and drank my beer. I was admiring the dancers and their techniques when I spotted a very 
thin little dancer with blonde hair. I, I was going to say thin little dancer. <laughs> They're all thin. <laughs> but then the blonde hair, that's well, different. That's, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I love the look of the Thai girls with blonde hair. Yeah, I'm a bit of a sucker for that too. Really? Yeah. I'm not a fan. Oh, she's got to be good looking, obviously. But well, just, yeah, not I, all of them can wear it. I'll give you that. I've always, even as you know, girls here, girls in Thailand, you know, they've got to be have a little bit, they've got to be a little bit edgy for me. I like girls that are a little bit edgy, you know, whether it be tattoos or crazy hairdo or something like that. There's, that drives, you, like, you like the ting tongs, don't that you? It drives me nuts. Yeah, I do like the crazy ones. Uh, all right. So where was I? I've got to stop talking because I lost my spot. Uh, this uh, okay. I love the look of the tie. Um, I love the look of the tie girls with blonde hair. There you go. And I thought this was a good time to check one out. So I asked if I could buy her a drink, and she was an Energizer Bunny. Yeah, see, that's what I like. <laughs> it's, that's my wheelhouse. She twerked on me for hours. She had a nice body, and for that, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. I took some Thai lessons only before I went, and I knew a couple hundred words in Thai. Yeah, he's done well. And that was good to break the ice with these girls and also some some that didn't understand English. May Carl J. Pasa Anglet. Okay. Um, means don't understand the English language. So we chatted lots, drank lots, and she danced on me all night. I was feeling pretty good and really liked her, so I bar find her. And I think they wanted 1300 and it was late, so I got them down to 1100 for the bar find. And she quoted me 3000 short time. That's... For short a, time. For a, oh, that's short time. Mm, yeah. Wow. For a go-go girl, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Mm. Oh, here we go. I said, no, how about long time? She said 6,000. So I said 5,000 and she was in agreement. Yeah, that's about right. But but that 1,100 bar fine's not bad. I know when we were, um, I know some places uh, do like that flat rate after midnight, the, the bar fine drops. That's So that's a, so when you, if you're in a go-go bar and it's getting late, it's worth asking. They'll tell you. They'll tell you um, whether the, the price comes down after midnight or a certain time. So it's worth asking them. I, um, when I went to that go-go bar with Leon, um, I didn't barter down anything. I just said, yep, no worries. Well, like I said, it's usually after midnight, they say. I can't remember what time it was, to be honest. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm trying to think. I, I think it was actually later than 12, but it doesn't matter. I still paid. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, so she agreed to the 5000 but So... Uh, so she got dressed in her street clothes and headed out the bar. Oh, I just got to, I love that when you meet a girl. And, in the bar. In a bar. And, and they get changed. And they get changed. And she walks out and you go, oh, God, she just looks like a farm girl. Oh, <laughs> see, I didn't have that experience. No, no, you no, you no, saw both. Sometimes. Some, I'm saying sometimes oh, okay. it happens. Um, yeah. You know, my, my very first trip, I remember there was a girl in the bar and I'm, you know, bar finder and I was in love with her. She was gorgeous. And then um, got back. We, she didn't get changed. Got back, did did whatever. The next morning we got up. She got in the bathroom. She got dressed and she walked out in just shorts and a top and barefoot. And she was cute, but she looked like a completely different person. You know? <laughs> so, uh, uh, so not saying I haven't had that. Prepare yourselves for yeah, that one, guys. Yeah. But look, I, the I, last, I still love the last them. time that one, the one I got, she dressed just as nice going yeah. outside. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. So, um, yeah, so they headed out the bar. And this chick was wild. She's seen a ping pong show and she says she has always wanted to go. Of course, I never have, I, I never have been either. So in we went, in we went, uh, me and my girl, my new girlfriend, sitting in a go-go bar drinking and the funny thing, I didn't have to buy lady drink prices for her in this bar. 
So I think 180 baht beers in there. As you can tell, Bangkok is more expensive than Pattaya. So I will skip to the ping pong show. An older Thai lady, okay looking, has about five ping pong balls and is totally nude. I thought I was guessing what was going to happen, but I was wrong. She put all five ping pong balls in and out comes one at a time. They had audience members get up uh, get up there with a ping pong paddle to hit the balls coming out. I think one round would be plenty for me to see. But as you know, it went to round two and round three, and I was getting tired of seeing guys trying to hit Aaron ping pong balls coming from a place I'd never seen ping pong balls before. So I got my new girlfriend, and we went to the hotel. Uh, I knew I had a wild one here. Uh, day five. I was going to take it easy this day. I took it easy, had some pool time, and had three or so I thought would go down to a... I had three, and had a, at three also, I thought I would go to a beer bar and have a few beers and see how the afternoon drinking was in Bangkok. It's good for some, it wasn't for us. <laughs> I went to a fairly nice-sized bar called Hillary 2 on Soy 4, close to Nana Plaza area. Lots of bars down here. There, there are some that are all, all enclosed and some that are not. I choose lots of bars down there. Uh, sorry, I choose one that has an, that was an open-air bar but had AC inside. Uh, I met a little girl that I loved. Hang on, I've got to keep my finger there. Sorry. I met a little Thai girl that loved to afternoon drink as well and play pool. So we played pool and drank. And drank. Pool is a bit more formal in Bangkok. Many places have sign-up sheets and there is a, a list of sometimes six people playing before before you, before you have a turn. I made an error on this day and it cost me a bit of money. The girl I was playing pool with had a buddy and she sat down and I was feeling good so I was buying them both drinks, 2.40 each or so. And then the mama's son came up and here I am buying drinks for them all. God, that's never happened to us. <laughs> Mate, you're not on your own there. <laughs> Fuck me. That's, that's, just, that's, that's just a common story. A standard <laughs> night. <laughs> so three at a time and mine. Only three. Yeah. Then the DJ would play the music I liked and I would buy him a drink <laughs> from time oh, to time. Jesus. This is where a guy needs to make sure his check bin is in order and keep up with what he's owed. Yeah. I think when I left, it was about 3,000 baht. Amateur. Wow, is that all? <laughs> he made it sound like it was. <laughs> We've left our, our bill, to be fair, between two of us, is up around 11, 12, 11, 000, 12 13,000 baht. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, I've run one up myself for 11,000, but that's, and a, that, that that's tom, another story. Remember that time at Area 51? Yeah, that was a big one too. Yeah. Yeah. That was a scary <laughs> anyway, one. Anyway. So I didn't have the money. Yeah, it was about 3,000 baht. Not terrible, but more than I wanted to spend, but we had a great time. And that's what it's all about. But that's what I've always said. Uh, if he's happy and he had a great time, always then said, that's what he's there for. If, you, if you're 11,000 baht, right, fucking is a lot of money for a night in, in, at a bar in Bangkok. But if you've had a fucking good time, um, well, everyone around has had thing. a good time. Yeah. You know what? Uh, had a good time um, with the pool and the girls. I tell you, those, those mama's son are fun as hell, but they can turn on a dime and get mean as hell if someone is out of order. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Even the girls, if the girls are out of order, they'll turn on them too. I've seen that. Uh, I knew a better. I knew I better stay on these ladies' good side with this whole trip. So I was halfway drunk and having a good time, and I decided to go to another Bangkok institution, the Thermae Cafe. I've heard about this on YouTube, and it is in the basement of the Rumchat Hotel in Sukhumvit. I have never <coughs> thought of experience something like this before. There are lots of freelancers outside the doors of the cafe, around thirty or so. And you go down the stairs and direct uh, direct it to a bar that is more like a cafeteria. 
more like a cafeteria to enter the cafe, you have to have one drink. So I got a drink and it was crowded. Hard to move around in that place. Not very many tables and have a walkway to, to meander through the bar. So I looked up and there were so many freelancers standing against the walkway, sitting at the table, leaning against the, the rails. At least 100 very sexy Thai ladies. That's, uh, that's a lot. That's a lot. Wow. Yeah. All looking at the men walking around the bar. This was very intimidating to me, but man, it was also great to see this in action. I'm going to give uh, uh, I'm going to give some observations here, and don't want to say anything mean or out of turn. But I would guess that 80% of the men here are Japanese type. That's normal. That is the primary customer here, and that's okay. But just letting the audience know. But just letting the audience know. And there are girls from 80 to 40, but most of them very fit and great dresses and looking so good. So I had a drink. I had to drink a few drinks to get the courage up, but hell, you know I'm 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 I, I'm in here. Uh, might not get another chance. So I would hit the hit the best looking ones up just to feel the situation and prices. And my lead off line was Chorb American. What's Chorb? Mean oh meaning like American. And many said no, no, only Japanese. So that was a letdown. My choices were cut in half right at that right off the bat. Now, can I just make a point here? Yep. Do you remember when we went to that bar and one of our mates had a girl, and as soon as that Japanese guy walked in, yeah, she just ran away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I understand what you're saying here, uh, Montana. I totally get it. So I kept trying, and I saw this half Thai, half Indian girl, and she just um, said she did like Americans and spoke good English. So we went back and forth for a bit and settled on a price, and off to the hotel we went. They said the secret in the Thermae Cafe is that if you want to be with, if if you want if you sorry is that if they want to be with you, they will look at you, and if they don't bother, if they don't if they don't no no bother asking. So this is the most difficult time I have had to get a girl, but it worked out. It sure was nerve wracking and hard for the first time Thai visitor, but I did get one. Another secret is that most of these girls in here. A short time. Now, you can get up to two or three hours, but this is the most that I could get them to commit to. But they say most of these girls are part-time and only only come out when they need the money. A whole different experience than the soy cowboy and then the plaza areas. But a feather in my cap, I was proud of myself for doing it. <laughs> uh, day six, Saturday. Um, I heard from the hotel staff that there is a weekend market that is one of the biggest, it, um, if not the, the biggest in Thailand, called Chatu Chak Market. Um, they said it was certainly worth going to. So I caught a taxi approximately 30 minutes and it was very big. I wouldn't have any way to guess how many shops there were, but I would certainly say over 500, maybe close to 1,000. So many it would take at least all day to walk walk by all of them. They had art they had art stall, massage stalls. I did have a foot tie massage and we've had them. They're fantastic. There was a very great main... That, this, uh, that was very great... Mainly because it had um, a hot chick and it was air conditioned. Yeah, I, I've, how many times we've had them and fallen asleep? Oh yeah, yeah. I always do. Yeah, uh, I think two hundred baht for an hour. I mean, forty-five minute foot massage. I then bought souvenirs for the family back in America and finally was hungry. And they and they had a food court that was massive. Everyone everyone eating in on picnic tables and was um, setting by these Japanese. I was sitting by these Japanese guys. Um, and some backpackers from Norway. Another reason I love Thailand, so much diversity and ability to learn. All the people were so nice and everything I saw was under 200 baht and they had uh, service to bring out the food and drinks. It was a great time, even though it was a scorching day. Um, even though it was a scorching day. Then I went back to the hotel and laid by the pool. 
Uh, that night, I, I, I was w- worn out uh, from the walking and, and heat, so I was going to take it easy. And I was walking down Soy 11 and met up with a fellow American from New York City, and we drank quite a bit at a bar called The Golden Giraffe. There were so many really cute girls waitressing, and me and him were the only customers. So we played pool and, and, and drank with the owner and the waitresses was Finn. Oh, the waitresses was Finn? Is that a name? I don't know. He's got full stop, was Finn, full stop. Oh. Well, maybe it was fine. Um, then they then they had live music, and this was my first experience with a Thai hard rock band. Yeah, that, I do like the Thai hard rock band. Yeah, when yeah. They go, when they go off. Yeah, but you mean the cover bands? Yeah. Yeah, see, the, the, a lot of the bands around Patio and that, they're all, um, they're actually Filipino. You're joking. No, no. Yeah. I didn't know that. Look, that, there are, obviously there are some ties, but yeah, a lot of oh, Filipino, because okay. the Filipinos love... Love to sing and they love their music. So yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah. Man, these guys can play very well and knew all the main hits like ACDC, Metallica, Van Halen. Just, just they, just they knew them all. One of the waitresses had a crush on a guitar player, so I would get him to flirt with her. It was a great time. So about midnight, I was beat and went home alone. Didn't go home alone very many times, but I wouldn't have been, uh, wouldn't have been much use that night anyway. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, day seven, last night in Bangkok. Uh, I thought I would do some sightseeing on my last day, so I thought uh, about some temples, and after talking to the hotel staff, I have some plans to go to to see Wat Po. Wat Po? Mm-hmm. The reclining Buddha, and then, and then Wat Arun. I took a taxi, and this was my first Thai scam. He said he had a friend that would take me to them uh, and a river cruise. So we oh. went someplace way out, and this lady was wanting me to take a private river cruise, then the, uh, then the temples. Looked up the taxi driver was gone, so here I am lost and stuck. So I finally got here, heard down to two thousand baht, but was not feeling like I was getting what I wanted or even getting to any of it. So we got on this crazy Thai boat on the Chao Praya River. Yeah, that's the big river yeah. through. Yeah, it was a it was a small ten passenger or so boat, and me being the only co- occupant with a huge V eight engine, um, uh, hooked to a long rod and a propeller that went in the water and and at the end of the boat. But man, they were fast. So we took off, and about ten minutes in a little, and ten minutes in, a little boat pulled up beside us, and a man was selling things. I thought, oh no, here we go again. But he did have some beers, and I grabbed three of them, two for me and one for the ship captain, some lady captain, and away we went. It was a great trip. So many things to see on the river, such as um, houses, temples, uh, little Buddhist shrines all over the place, and lots of lizards and things from huge, some huge ones also. They they called them the long tail boats. Oh, right, okay. But but I've we saw them when we were at yeah the, um, yeah they're, they're the somewhere in the islands and that too yeah. But um they do see that 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 is a it's not something I've covered as far as scams go because I have, I've not really experienced it but I've heard about the, these scams in Bangkok where the tuk tuk drivers go oh you want to go to the temple I'll take you there and and then you know, and they drop you off at yeah. fucking at a, at a tailor and someone else on the way and then a, a gem store where they sell you fake diamonds it's yeah, okay. you got to really be careful and especially. What a lot of people do also, they go to the the Grand Palace and that, and pe- and tuk tuk drivers come up before they even enter. And go, oh, it's closed today. It's closed. It's closed. You know, um, I can take you somewhere else though. I would take another temple, and then they do the same thing. So yeah, okay. these aren't scams that I've experienced. I've only heard about them, so I may not even explain them properly. But just be careful with the tuk tuk drivers in in Bangkok because um, they are involved in those kind of you call them scams. But yeah, yeah, they're a part of the crew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, so keep going. It's all right. <laughs> Um, I would I would sure do that again, but maybe without the feel, uh, the fleecing by the cab driver. Yeah. Um, but she let me out of Watpo, and I was on foot. Um, 
maybe without the, uh, uh, from where from there, but was great to see the temples and all the the, may, uh, the many facets of them. Lots of taking off and on on your shoes, and this did require a thirty baht or so admission. But I am sure it takes lots of uh, take lots of money keeping these things up. So after my sightseeing day, I thought let's head back to the hotel room. My last night, I've seen Thai friendly, and you most of the, them are ladies looking for a male companion for the night. So I thought I'll get me a ten off a ten off of there and go to a fancy restaurant and have a Thai date night. I had two or three I was looking at, and this one little spinner chatted, started chatting me online, and she was beautiful. Four foot eight, 88 pounds. What's 88 pounds in kilos? Uh, 2.2 pounds is 40 something is kilos. Kilo? Fuck, that's small. That's small. <laughs> and beautiful. So, so she says she loves Italian, so we made a reservation at, at Gigi's, a really classy Italian place off fong I think it's called. So we decided to meet at the restaurant. It was classy and had some whiskey options and I waited on her for 15 minutes or so. She was certainly worth the wait. She was model material and very, very nice. We sat down and I was on my best behavior. She said, do you drink much? And I said, not that much. So I was keeping my drinking down. She says she met a guy not too long ago and he was drunk and she left. So I said, okay, I'll watch myself tonight. We had a great meal, Italian meal, but with a Thai flair. I had the soft shell crab fettuccine and it was some of the best I have ever had. She said she wanted a drink. I said, sure, anything you wanted. So she had some special fruity drink and then another. And I should have listened to you guys off some of, of oh, sorry, I should have listened to you guys off some of one of your episodes, but this is a similar story. Then she had a Long Island iced tea. And I knew from my college days, you don't mess around with those. But she says she can drink anything. I say, okay, then she has another. And really, and was really talkative, a bit silly. So we catch a cab to hotel and says she wants to go to Ultra Club. I said, let's go to hotel first and let me get some cash. I thought she was just a bit drunk, but things, but this thing's unravels in a hurry. She's up in room talking to her roommate on phone, and roommates hang up on her, so I figure she must do that, this a lot. So she wants her, she wants her money. So, I, I, so hell, I think, hell, she's a 10, so I pay her. Then she says, I have to go to my roommates. She needs me. I think, oh, boy. This isn't good, and she's falling. She's she says fooling about so some so she is sure drunk. Uh, I say you can, but give me my money back, and she says no. I'll come back tomorrow. I think to myself, oh for sure. So we're fighting upstairs, and she drops her purse on the floor. So I'm quick and grab my money out, and at least I have saved that. So now I have to get her her to her room. You don't have to. So we are in the Western, a classy hotel, and she is drunk, tripping. Uh, tripping, wanting her money back. And I say, sure, as soon as we get to the cab, they have two attendants downstairs that remind me of the chipmunk cartoons, one tall skinny guy with glasses and the other heavy set and shorter. So I tell them we need to get this girl to a cab. So they get a cab and are trying to help. Then she doesn't want to go in the cab. They are trying to, to mild-manneredly block her from getting out of the cab. And she's getting in one door and the other. <laughs> and I keep throwing her back in the cab and even put, pay the cab driver to take her. So the hotel workers... Are all around, are all wound up, and she is overpowering them. I'm throwing her back in the cab, and she runs out in the street screaming and flags down a cab away, and away she goes. So, man, this drunk Thai women are crazy as, as, as any, and I have been around. So, I try to give the short attendant a, a hundred tip, and he says, fuck, fuck you, I don't want it. But the one with the, the glasses takes it, 
And I think, how did I get myself into this mess? <laughs> it does happen really quickly. And you don't yeah. know what's going on. You know, you know, it's uh, something's wrong there when a Thai person's um, doesn't want refusing money. money. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so anyway, I was a little bit late, but my last night in Bangkok, so I went back to the Thermo Cafe and got another freelancer for the night. Thai friendly girl did call me back the next day. And says she lost my money. I gave her. Pro- Hang on. Next day back. Next day, she says she says she lost my money. He took it. So he doesn't. She doesn't realize that. Um, I gave her probably I gave her probably drunk in the cab. She says so I didn't say a word. Yeah, that's right. He knew. Yeah. She says let's meet up again. I said I'll call you. No way would I be up for that night a night like that again. I am sometimes not very smart. So it's my best day in Bangkok. I've hired a car for Patea in the morning. That's it. Is he? Oh, no, there's, it's, we it's don't have part three. No, we're smart. anyway, we've, we've run out of time. Anyway, okay, we'll, um, right, we'll come Norris. back to that then. We'll get that another time yeah. then. All right. Yeah. That's um. Well, yeah, that's yeah. Uh, yeah, Well, there's a, there's a few lessons learned in that one too. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like there's that, a there's a few things there, a few pointers that you got to be careful of. That's the risk with taking girl back to your hotel. Now yeah, we all do it. There's no other nowhere else to go really, unless yeah. you pay for a short time room. Yeah. But if you want a girl a long time, she's obviously got to come back to your hotel. Hotel, and that's the problem. If it all goes to shit, she yeah. knows where to find you. And I think too, just from reading that. Um, one of the things I uh, have, have realised is when you're on your own, I think they're, they're wanting to take more advantage of you. Whereas Absolutely. When yeah. it's the two of us, yeah, 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 yeah. it's less likely it's going to yeah. happen. Yeah. So, um, yeah, th- th- this is why I see, oh, oh, I'm going to contradict myself here because a lot of the time, I, I, you know, I've always, sometimes I've sort of said, don't let them know you're a newbie, but don't also let them know you've got a lot of experience, you know, because yeah, the- you're going to like that, just that. Well, yeah, sweet but, spot. But when you're on your own, I guess them knowing that you're experienced, probably they might be a bit reluctant to try and scam you, pull, pull a stunt, you know, yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. No, that's fair enough. All right. Well, yeah. uh, thanks for that, uh, Montana. That was good, actually. Uh, Elvis uh, from Montana. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, uh, <laughs> um, I enjoyed reading that. That was good. Um, All right, well, we're gonna have to check the email. Pretty, maybe we have missed a bit. I don't know. I but we're I out of time anyway. We'll, I have, to con- out the whole we'll thing. have to continue That's this right. yeah, um, cool. on our next episode. Well, it must be because he's done Bangkok and Pattaya. That's right. So there's yeah. another part that we, yeah. we yeah. didn't print. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right. Cool. Well, yeah, we'll um, we'll um, close it off. Yep. And um, thanks for listening. And don't forget. Uh, love's just a bar stool away. We'll see you next time. See you guys. See you later, guys.